You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at NolaJake on Twitter, here with you all on this Tuesday, no podcast yesterday, and I explained why on Twitter. We'll be back here, obviously, today, tomorrow, and then Friday as well, kind of get back with the normal schedule. And we've got to talk about the stuff going on in the sports world and the world in general and the reason why I didn't do a show yesterday, as well as stuff in how it relates to sports for us. Uh, But if you want a podcast that's only going to stick to sports, today's definitely not the episode for you. Going forward, it's probably never going to be the show for you, and that is okay. So we've got a lot to dive into. This kind of interrupted in a very good way, I think, the all-time roster that I was putting together and we've been talking about. Maybe we'll touch on that in the third segment. We're going to see where this show just goes. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. So today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. So over the weekend and the past week in the United States, there's been a lot of unrest for very, 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 very legitimate reasons. And it's tough to kind of discuss all of this partially because of my perspective in the, you know, my life and being a white guy is much different to others in this country who have to deal with these prejudices, racism, flat out racism, you know, police brutality and all of that. And I don't experience that. So my perspective on this is very different. And I wanted to take off of today's uh, yesterday's show and not have a show out there on Monday because you're seeing a lot more people have their voices heard than ever before. And frankly, talking about whether PJ Brown should make the all time Pelicans roster or not is ultimately fucking inconsequential when it comes to that. And I didn't want to add noise or distract from the far more important things going on. Looking at my Twitter timeline over these past couple of days has taught me a lot. I've been trying to listen as much as possible and understand things that, you know, though I've tried to understand before, I'm even making more of an effort now. And I think that is something that everyone needs to be doing. So I didn't want to do a show yesterday to kind of, you know, get in the way of all of that. And I also wanted to see is, you know, before I, I comment on things, which is my job here on this podcast a lot of the time, to see what the organizations that I cover, mainly the Pelicans, but also the Saints, were going to do. And it took a while, but they eventually put out a statement. And if you want, I'm not going to read it all here. It's about 700, 800 words or so. You can go read it. It's on all their social media. It's everywhere. It came far later in the day, I think, than most other teams did. About 25 teams had put out a statement by noon. The Pelican statement came significantly later. Now, it might be because they put out a joint statement from Gail Benson for both the Saints and the Pelicans, and the NFL is doing things a little bit differently than the NBA has. The NBA, you've had 28 teams make a statement on the murder of George Floyd so far. The only two teams that haven't, and it might just be one team now, but I believe it's the Spurs and the Knicks, 
uh, and we'll touch on those things in just a second. So you have 28 teams at least, if not 29, that have made a statement. In the NFL, as of when I'm recording this, and this comes from the Axios Sports Daily Newsletter, which I get, which by the way, if you want something to subscribe to and have in your inbox in the morning, is a great, great tool. So looking at their graphic that they put together here, only 15 of 32 teams in the NFL has made a statement. You know, you've got a team like the Bengals that haven't made one, the Dallas Cowboys that haven't made one, and you wouldn't expect the Dallas Cowboys to make one after all of the stuff with Colin Kaepernick and Jerry Jones and all the things that kind of went into that. And then with the Bengals being in Ohio and Cincinnati, you had the Cincinnati police pull down an American flag and replace it with the Blue Lives Matter flag, the thin blue line flag, which... You know, look, we don't want anyone to die and police have an important job, but there are some issues with how they are run and doing things. And you're seeing it clearly here and maybe replacing the American flag with their flag isn't the right thing to do in the moment. But then you don't even have the Bengals organization making a statement, which makes you wonder where their priorities are. So some of these are surprising. Some of these are not surprising, but... I see why maybe it took a little bit longer for the Pelicans and Saints to put out a statement because the NFL has a different audience than the NBA and they're trying to be very cognizant of that. Maybe at the expense of doing the right thing, trying not to piss their fan base off of overdoing morally the right thing. But to some degree, I get it. So I don't like to just be like, they should have put something out by now. Sometimes it just takes a while to find the right words to put out a statement. And they put out a statement. And then I read the statement. And I don't think these were the right words for the statement. So if you're going to spend all of this time and the bad PR that comes out with not putting out a statement right away, you better at least get it right. And I actually do not think the Pelicans and Saints did the right thing in this statement. It's not bad. I'm not saying they said all the wrong things. You've seen some teams out there who are just basically taking like the the co- uh, copy and pasting the boilerplate, like say something that's maybe profound and shows our commitment, even though we don't really have any. And we'll touch on that in a second. And so, you know, at least the Pelicans and Saints didn't do that. It's not just utter crap and fluff. So I give them credit for that. But it's missing some really key things like f- their statement flat out does not mention anything about racism right now. You probably need to have that in there. And there's a number of reasons why I say that. And let's let's roll this into the next segment. So we'll keep it going here on this edition of Locked on Pelicans coming up in just a minute. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. As I said in the open, Built Bar is a protein bar that basically tastes like a candy bar. It is fantastic. They've got 16 amazing flavors. They just added some new ones that when I reorder, and I will be reordering again, I'm looking forward to trying, including the pineapple upside down cake. I really like pineapple, so I'm excited to try that as a protein bar. They also have nut-free flavors that are produced in a nut-free facility if you have allergies. All the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They are soft. They are chewy. You do, they're not chalky, dry, all of that like other bars that you often use after a workout or as a meal replacement. I eat these instead of having like a real lunch. I eat one of these instead and I found they've been excellent for kind of filling me up just enough and getting me to dinner while also being a healthy alternative to, you know, the crap you could eat during lunch. Uh, and you don't need to chug down a bottle of water after you eat one because they're not chalky, because they are soft, they're easy to chew and all of that. So they're great for people who are health conscious and if you want to lose or maintain weight. They're low 
calorie, low sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. You've got some that are 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Some that are 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, just 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Compare them to other bars, and I've used other bars before. And when I compare these to them, these are by far better, healthier for you, and I've made the switch. They get sent us a free box, and I reordered with my own money because I liked them so much. That is the best recommendation I can give to you. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off over at BuiltBar.com. All right, so continuing on talking about the Saints and Pelicans statement, again, if you haven't read it, go check it out. It's on their social media. It's on, it's, I'm sure it's on NOLA.com too. They, they're talking about it. It's probably over at Saints.com, Pelicans.com. So if you haven't read it, go, go and at least read it first, and I'll be curious your thoughts. So as I said, it came out late, and I'm not one that's like, oh my God, it's unconscionable that they haven't put out a statement yet. You've got some time, and I get that crafting these takes a little bit of time to really find the right words. But I just don't think they actually found the right words. They didn't find the r- complete wrong words. We've seen some statements. Go look at like the Brewers one that came out that's complete garbage and a couple of other organizations that's just complete w- word garbage. And it means nothing. And that is not the case here. But this feels like they've missed the point a little bit and missed the point of why these protests are going on and why these protests are important and why it's important that people are really starting to wake up in this moment to something that's been going on for a while that Colin Kaepernick tried to tell everyone was a problem and was blackballed from the NFL. So in their statement, they, you know, Gail Benson mentions that words are not what make a difference. It makes a difference in its actions. I disagree with that. Frankly, coming out and saying what you believe in and what you support is actually an important thing to do to let people know what you stand for. There are a lot of season ticket holders for the Pelicans right now that want to know that the Pelicans are not for racism. And the Pelicans didn't come out and flat out say, we don't want any racism. We don't believe in any form of racism. It's like the bare minimum you're supposed to do in these sort of things. And they didn't do that. They tried to focus instead on a lot of the other things that they're doing. And they do a lot of good work. Gail Benson has taken the lead on the coronavirus recovery when it comes to the service injury industry, an industry that is basically the heartbeat of the city of New Orleans. She's done a lot of good. There's no denying any of that. Putting up her own money or money of her organizations to help people in need. She's very generous going and doing that thing a couple of years ago at Walmart where she paid off all the layaway for people. She does a lot of good. Don't So I'm not trying to rip her or the organization or anything like that right now because they don't deserve that. And frankly, they deserve a whole lot of praise for some of the stuff they do. And she highlights a lot of this in the statement saying they're giving office space to Operation Recovery, an organization I've actually been involved with and done some work with before in the past and met with um, to help them kind of with everything they're doing. And they're donating office space to them in Benson Tower, expensive real estate, essentially. Now, they don't mention that they're basically got that building for free and then lease it to the city at unbelievably high rates. But still, you know, they could be making more money off of it than they already are, but they're not here. And instead, they're donating it. That is actually a good thing. Okay, despite the complications that kind of come with them having that to rent out anyway. They talk about a lot of the other things that they're doing and all of that's great. But what does any of that today have to do with the killing of George Floyd or any of the other blacks, African-Americans, whatever phrase you prefer that I use to describe them? 
I've heard it both ways. Uh, what does that have to do with any of that? What does that have to do with the militariz militarization of police and the tactics that they use, the excessive force they're dealing with protesters today? Which is what these riots, which is what these, sorry, not these riots, which is what these protests that have some writing and other stuff with them, which is a whole other story, that what these protests have to do about. The stuff that she talks about doing, great. You should be commended for that. But that's not, what, that's a tangent to this. It has nothing to do with what's going on today in America and what we're all reckoning with. And that's where I have an issue with the statement. Great, you're doing those things. Put out more statements talking about how you do all of that stuff. But when you're putting out a statement in relation to George Floyd and all of these other things, no, that's not what this is about. So she talks about actions, right? And don't forget, this is an organization where Gail Benson said she still wants to be referred to as owner and the connotations that come with that. I don't necessarily think it's the worst thing to be called that, but it seems like NBA players who are black don't want you to be referred to as an owner over them. Maybe that means you shouldn't do it. But Gail Benson has stood fast by it. This was a thing a year ago. We talked about it a lot on the podcast. So that is an interesting thing, I think, to kind of keep in mind, too, with all of this. So, you know, it's great that she supports all these other things, but it just doesn't matter right now because that's not what we're dealing with. So she's talked about how they are forming a social justice leadership coalition internally. Demario Davis of the Saints is going to be on it. Lonzo Ball is going to be on it. J.J. Redick is going to be on it. That's going to, and the statement says, quote, advocate for issues of change when and where we are able to in black and brown communities. Okay, you're on the clock now. You want us to see your actions? You've got the committee that's supposedly going to do it. How much of your money are you going to put forth into this? How much uh, you know, change are you going to make? There are other committees they have that have not done necessarily some of the things that they've hoped they can do internally. Uh, if you look at the teams, the Saints' top executives, you know, they aren't black in a league, in a sport dominated by people of that color. And they've tried to do more diversity. Now, on the, Saint, on the Pelican side, it's good. And you saw Swin Cash, David Griffin, and others talking about this very publicly yesterday. They did a great job. And we'll talk more about that, I think, a little bit tomorrow um, and spread this out since it's kind of a heavy topic. But, you know... Let's see it from Miss Gail Benson now, because she said that's how she wants to be judged. So we will judge you on that, on what your actions do and what your actions change. And if they don't, what does that say about you? And what is that, how does that reflect on you since that's how, what you're saying we need to do? So again, I'm not saying she's a bad person at all. She is a very good person, does a lot of good in the city of New Orleans and the Gulf South and should be commended for all of that. I just don't know if a statement about you know, racially motivated killings by police is necessarily the time to pat yourself on the back about some of these other things that you're doing that aren't really related to this. And if you contrast it to something like the wizard statement on Twitter, which was written by their players and put together by their players, maybe that's what should have been done. And that statement was very powerful. Some of these other ones have been very powerful. Some of them haven't been. The San Antonio Spurs, I don't think have put out a statement yet like an official statement statement. They've done some things on Twitter, um, you know, about all of this, despite uh, Greg Popovich, who could probably run for president and get a ton of votes, actually, coming out and being very strong about this stuff. And then the organization that he works for, he kind of runs, is kind of cowering quietly. The Knicks, 
The New York Knicks is if you needed another reason to not like that franchise. Uh, and if you're a Knicks fan and you're listening to this, welcome to join, jump on the Pelicans bandwagon. Welcome. We'd, we'd love to have you here because, frankly, you do not want to root for that fucking team. They said that they're not going to put out a statement because they're a sports team and that's not their place. James Dolan has donated a ton of money to Donald Trump. What does that tell you about him? And look, I'm going through a lot of the donation records because it's all publicly available about where Gail Benson, Benson's, uh, Tom Benson, the late Tom Benson and the organization has given to. A lot of money to Mitt Romney when he was running for president. Um, same thing for Jeb Bush back in 2016. Nothing to Trump yet that I found, and maybe there isn't going to be anything, and that would be good to see probably. Uh, but what does it tell you about these owners when they don't come out strongly against this stuff? And frankly, the Pelicans didn't. And that was disappointing to see and to read. And we'll see, though. I'll give you some time, but there needs to be action like she says she wants to be judged on. Otherwise, we're going to judge this in the opposite way that she is thinking. So we've got an update on the Zion Williamson lawsuit, and I will touch on that and give you an update on that because it's kind of lost in the shuffle of everything, and rightfully so over the past couple of days. But today's show also brought to you by Blinkist. I've told you guys this is my secret weapon for everything during the quarantine right now. I'm coming out way ahead, kind of, is how I feel, and it, Blinkist is a big part of that. It is, you know, it can be tough to find time to sit down, read, learn more. And when you don't have free time, you can't read or work on personal development. And Blinkist is an app that really solves that problem. And when you've got extra time right now, it's also great for that sort of thing. Blinkist is really unique and it works on your phone, your tablet, your web browser. And what it's going to do is it's going to take and condense down nonfiction books to 15 minutes and give you the need to know information, the key takeaways that you can just read or listen to and put into your daily life right away. Whether it's one of those famous nonfiction books you've always meant to read that you thought could help or someone's always recommended for years and years and years and you just don't have time to read it, check out and see if it's on Blinkist. I've been using this because in less than 15 minutes, I can fast track my path to a more just informed and intelligent me, I think. And so it's great for all of that. So with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want and more, all for just one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash NBA, try it free for seven days, and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash NBA, to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash NBA. So quick update before we wrap up the show, and I guess we're keeping kind of somewhat serious topics in this, but different than the things in the first two segments of all of this. A judge has denies a stay to Zion Williamson and will allow discovery to proceed against him on the stuff with Duke, the eligibility issues, the benefits issues, which all of it doesn't matter at all under the lawsuit that he is going through with the former sports marketing agent, whatever the hell it is. Uh, again, this doesn't hurt Zion in any way, so I can't imagine this is going to impact him here with the Pelicans at all. The only thing that would, would be bad for him is if he loses this lawsuit against the company and he has to, to pay them millions upon millions, like $100 million, something like that. It's the only thing that can really hurt him. I don't know if anyone's necessarily expecting that to be the case, but this is weird because it just doesn't seem like him receiving benefits at Duke has anything to do with this other this company suing him. And this felt like a bit of a Hail Mary approach. 
And Zion tried to stop this from happening. It sounds like a judge denied that motion, which means they're going to appeal this. So it's not necessarily decided just yet. But also, again, it doesn't really matter. Frankly, if you don't like the NCAA, this could be kind of fun for you for the chaos that if he did have some sort of benefits or impermissible things given to him, um, you know, kind of maybe take down the NCAA or something like that, cause some chaos on that sort of side of things. But Zion probably doesn't want to do that because I bet he loves Duke. And so you, he is not hoping that this would be a thing. It also is just a bad look for a guy who's got a pretty good reputation overall. So we will see where this one goes. This is not nearly as important. I don't even think it's that important like in, in any aspect of anything. Certainly not today. Certainly not this week, month, year. But something that's worth keeping an eye on could be potentially a distraction or something like that. But overall, I wouldn't really worry about this too much because like, so what is kind of my take on all of this. So there you go. There's your update on Zion and all of that. I think that's a good spot as any to end it for today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. More on this discussion from the first two segments in tomorrow's show, at least briefly before we go back to talking about the all-time Pelicans team and letting this be more of a distraction than anything, but there's no way we could get away from it. And frankly, we shouldn't get away from it. These should be hard discussions. And if you find, if you come here being, wanting to get away from this stuff, that you, you shouldn't be running away from these things in the first place, and you should be facing these no matter how uncomfortable these discussions and situations are. And so sports shouldn't just be kind of an escape because that's not what you should want during a time like this. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow and then back on Friday. <laughs>